Hi, I'm Pallavi and I'm Anshuman. Welcome to Navigating Life by Husband and Wife. Hi Anshuman. Hi Pallavi. I thought today we'll talk about business communication. Sure. So, it's come about because I've had a personal experience. So, I'm going through I'm going through a situation where I'm talking to my bank about something that has gone wrong and uh, it's something that will take time to resolve. But what I have found is that um I'm not getting regular updates about what's happening every day. And it just made me realize that when you when you know when the other person doesn't have visibility of what's going on, it makes you feel nervous. It makes you feel like nothing's happening when actually something must be happening, right? Yeah, it probably turns a lot of normal managers into micromanagers when they don't hear from their subordinates any updates or any information or uh you know any any uh realistic news about what's actually progressing and i guess the expectation stems from the fact that people want to communicate good news in the business environment they don't want to say hey i'm stuck at a point or hey you know uh this is going to take two more days but i'm working on it for some reason that doesn't come out in communication uh we always want to be communicating that hey i've done it I've achieved what you had asked me to do it, uh, and so I think that's what uh, causes a little bit of nervousness in managers and tips them over into being termed as micromanagers because they'd be asking, "So what's the update?" Yeah. So when I think about it, suppose if I'm an employee and uh, you know I'm working on something, and uh, I give an update, which, like as you say, is an is a progress report. It's it's not necessarily I've completed it, but it's a progress report that you know I did this. Uh, this is the next thing that I have done in my task. I face these challenges, uh, but I'm working on it, right? And sometimes what happens is that I'm I actually don't need any help, but you know. the reason why i'm not giving that update is because the minute i send that information i'll be inundated with oh have you tried this oh you should do that oh you should do that and it's not that i don't want help but i i think i'm in control i don't want to give the impression that i'm not in control of what's happening but i also think that one thing that is quite useful to do and it's worked well for me is to have a meeting in the calendar every week for 30 minutes between you and your subordinate or you and your manager it works both ways by the way upwards as well as downwards to make sure that everyone involved that is you and the other person to make sure that it's very clearly visible to the two people that there is going to be an update meeting every week and you should try and stick to it as often as possible one that helps you prepare and it it automatically puts milestones you know in your mind that i must achieve something in order to report something either up uh, or down and two you know it's there right um, and so automatically you will also prepare for it uh, that just helps you stay on top of what you're doing and so even if you are slipping somewhere or you're getting stuck somewhere there's always that meeting in the calendar where you know that i should give an update i have to give an update So when I work with my team I always make sure that um you know every individual gets that 30 minutes in my calendar so that they know that they have my help if they need it um but then also they are expected to report on everything that they're working on every week whether that's going well or they're stuck somewhere 
Actually, now that you mention it, it reminds me that uh, when I was uh, when we were working in the plant, and uh, in in the um, in the automotive plant, we actually had daily meetings, uh, and they were daily stand-ups in the morning and in the evening. Um, and you'd think that you know, if I, if you're meeting the same group of people and you meet them twice a day, what can you really report? Like, how much could have changed between you know the first shift and the second shift? Um, but what I noticed was that even if there was, suppose there was an issue that would take time to resolve, right? And it was highlighted, say, on a Monday morning that, you know, this is the thing that the team is working on and, um, you know, these are the steps we need to follow. And maybe my Monday evening, there was no progress, but at least a one-liner sentence saying that, you know, we talked about it in the morning, this is going to take seven days and we're still monitoring the issue, no change. Tuesday morning, we're still monitoring the issue, no change. We don't expect to see change, uh, you know, before the seven days are out. So I think that helps that um, you're not really ignoring the issue just because it's uh, uh, it's a long-term issue. Everybody is sti- It's still in everybody's mind, but everybody knows that it's too early to say anything about, you know, whether the issue has been resolved. So I think maybe that's one way to manage it uh, manage that expectation of discussing everything that is going wrong. Yeah, and it's actually quite uh, um, a good practice. Even in the IT industry, uh, the daily stand-up has come into the IT industry and it's used quite well. Um, and uh, it's just, it just you know, when you do it in a team, it also gives others visibility of what else is happening in the team and what everyone is working on. It's not like people are not working on stuff. Uh, but it just gives them an opportunity to learn communication skills also. But at the same time, just, you know, get some visibility in terms of what they're doing. Even if it is as simple as I called up XYZ and set up a meeting, right? It was a milestone. You achieved it. Talk about it. Uh, so that's that's quite important. Um, do you also want to just talk a little bit about uh, email communication? Definitely. My favorite topic. <laughs> <laughs> so... Um, yeah, so email communication is, is a weird one because um, I know some people use their emails as a task list and I mean, that's fine. Uh, either you can use your email as a task list or you have, you know, your uh, like a productivity tool of your own. But what happens is that if say I'm a, I'm a uh, customer and I'm asking um, or, you know, I'm a manager and I'm asking uh, my team for some update and I don't hear from them for maybe two days and I'm like wondering how long does it take to tell me what's going on but like you said at the start that everybody wants to report out good news so what people are doing is I'm asking somebody for an update and when they read the email they realize that they actually need to do some something to make that happen to answer that question what they have done is they've left the email unanswered so that it's a reminder that they need to do they need to complete that task but what it has communicated to me is that this person hasn't even read the email, doesn't know, I don't even know if this person is working on the task or not. Whereas, you know, for all you know, that person was working on the task. So I think a simple reply to the email to say, yes, I'm working on it uh, or, you know, received your email, um, will report when there's progress or something. I think that would be good. And I believe that is one of the biggest communication skills that is missed, uh, especially in India, I feel. Yeah, email communication is hard. Um, people don't uh, necessarily uh, use email to its best advantage. Like I also have worked with people who will read an email, let it be marked as read and just forget about it. 
uh, and then they will only action it if it's important and someone actually reminds them with another email now that's quite inefficient in my opinion um so but you know that's that's how some people use it and uh, i've also seen others who are more meticulous about email and they'll have different folders or labels called to do to reply to action um and that's another way to go about it um and you know actually uh, what's interesting is that gmail has introduced these smart reply options in in gmail so that it just helps you uh, you know respond to an email even if that response is thank you or great news or good work uh, that response is important and gmail also acknowledges and is trying to make you more efficient in responding to emails that have come in with these smart responses and you'll see that in the gmail mobile app also and you'll see it uh, you know when you're using the email client as well no gmail did not pay us to say that we just love gmail <laughs> yeah that's true all right so uh, we talked a little bit about uh, email communication we talked about communication in general in teams anything else in business communication that we want to talk about uh i think the other thing is um and you probably needs another episode by itself is you know ability to uh present information mm. in a, in a story format mm. uh just so that what you're talking about has a story behind it and has context and uh you know has a result and outcome a summary uh so a more structured format of actually presenting information whether that's to a board or to a uh, a team i think that's another important skill that we should cover in a podcast yeah i remember very recently telling someone that unfortunately engineers are not really blessed with the art of storytelling and i feel that that's something that uh, you know is really important and storytelling doesn't necessarily mean that you have to have a story or you know you you are supposed to be good with words or you know introduce drama in what you are doing i think the more important thing is that you, if you are presenting a result how have you built it up you know because everyone else who's listening has not been part of the project so they need to understand the background they need to understand what went into you arriving at that result and i think that kind of storytelling skill is an important one yeah and we both are engineers and we were never taught that uh, as engineers we were never taught that unfortunately when you were answering in a viva there was only one word answer and you got full marks for it hmm yeah yeah all right so this is a good one uh, talking about communication and uh, like anshman said we should do another episode on the art of storytelling in business right sounds like a plan all right thanks for listening bye hope you like this episode and if you want to hear more such conversations do subscribe to our podcast so that you are notified of new episodes see you next time